Welcome to Saturday Night Live. Hey guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Olivia, and I am coming at you live from Disney World. So I'm currently in Disney right now with my boyfriend. He's sitting next to me and he doesn't want to be on the podcast, but I'm going to make him say some stuff. I feel like it's more fun to have a conversation, you know? Mm-hmm. Babe, you have to tell okay. me. Okay. He doesn't want to be on it at all. We were about to take a nap and then I was like, oh, shoot. So, yeah, I'm literally recording this the day that it goes up like I always do. Um, But I thought it would be fun to talk about some of my favorites from this Disney trip because I should preface this with that. I've only been to Disney with my family before. I've never actually been to Disney with like any friends or boyfriends or anyone else. And we usually travel with my family with like 13 to 15 people. I can't think of it off the top of my head. Maybe 14 people. So it's a lot of people, a lot of opinions. We always had like places to be and things to do. So it was never really like I got to choose what ride I wanted to go on. It was always like, you know, you have to compromise when there's a family of 15 people all trying to do stuff at Disney. So this was the first time that I ever got to plan like what restaurants we would go to, what rides we would go to. And honestly, Mike planned most of it because he's more of a Disney like fanatic than I am. Are you a fanatic? I would say so. Yeah. You have to speak up, babe. You put the microphone in my mouth. (laughs) Okay. Anyways, I wanted to talk about some of our Disney favorites. Should we talk about like favorites and disappointments? I feel like I can't even say a disappointment about Disney though because that just seems mean. But there are like a few things I feel like I could say. Okay. Okay. Let's start off with our Disney favorites. I feel like my microphone's not really recording that loud right now. It should be at half. Hello? Hello? Okay, maybe that's better. Sorry, guys. Okay, I want to start off with some of my favorites that are, like, standing out in my mind right now. Um, First of all, let's talk about the new Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. And I feel like you're going to have a lot to say about it, babe. Right? Yeah, if you want me to. <laughs> okay. Yeah, what do you want me to say? <laughs> I want to explain our feelings on the new on rise of the resistance no spoilers though yes spoilers no no spoilers why no it's a ride if people don't want to listen to it then don't listen to it i only have like 100 people that listen to this describe it without spoiling the ride what i wanted to talk about that one part where you're like (gasps) that's indiana jones dang it what was the star wars one there's like a million the same composer imperial march oh, am i supposed to do it yeah no i'll get copyrighted probably if i play it um, i'm pretty accurate with my singing so i still might get copyrighted written anyways i freaking loved the ride i'll start there because i'm not a big star wars fan so i wasn't totally sure if i was gonna enjoy the ride or if i was going to appreciate it as much as a true star wars fan like you it was amazing it was incredible i I was like it was a little bit ridiculous the craziness that you have to go through to just even go on the ride and get on the ride but it kind of was worth it and i'm not even a star wars fan so i can't even imagine how you felt but give the give the listeners a little taste of like what you thought of it, favorite parts of it, if you can say that. Say spoiler. I mean, it was. Um, I mean, it was amazing. It's probably the best ride I've ever been on. 
in Disney or not that I've been to other places other than Disney really aside from Universal but yeah, or um, no I think it's the best it's oh, I can say with confidence that it's the best ride I've ever been on I think it was more like the scale of it what we were saying without mm-hmm. to describe it without spoilers just like super ambitious and just the scale of everything is just like jaw dropping yeah um, but I think if we're going cons that the downside of it right now is that it's super um, prone to breaking down yeah. We we didn't have that problem. Um but we did <laughs> Except for your fault. Except yeah, you have to join a So we had to literally to we had to leave here at like 5:30 in the morning or earlier. You just have to get to the I mean, you just have to be in the park at the time it opens. Like you were only allowed Four. We were there. Well, you should. But the only thing is like so you in order to get onto the ride you need to join the virtual queue system. Which means that, which you can only do when you're inside the confines of the park, which means you've scanned your magic band or your annual ticket or whatever you have. Um, and then you can join on your Disney app. You can join the virtual queue. But that it opens like exactly at seven o'clock or whenever they say in the park that it's opening. Um, and then like the join the boarding group button will light up. But my app crashed <laughs> while I was doing His it. phone, like, decided to stop working right when we were supposed to join the queue. And, like, it's like a virtual line. So, like, we were supposed to get in line on our phones. And then it gives you a boarding group and tells you what number you are and when you should come to the ride. And it just started crashing. And you kept closing the app and opening it and closing it and opening it. And I was like, oh, no. I was so stressed. for you. And I literally was, like, about to cry. If you didn't get on that ride, I was going to cry because I felt he's such a Star Wars fan. Like, his whole life he's been a Star Wars fan. So, I felt like little you was in there just like wanting to do a star wars ride and then we're we got there at freaking five o'clock in the morning i mean we got there we got into the park at like six thirty. okay well it felt like four o'clock in the morning to me it was way too early early at like five thirty, but we got into the park at six thirty. you're standing probably in a crowd of like several thousand people all of whom are trying to get into the uh, early boarding group and my app crashed and then it signed me out and then they wouldn't sign in i think just probably because everybody else was trying to do the same thing and we got into boarding group 97 when we should have been probably in a group in like the 20s or 30s yeah, probably yeah anywhere from one to probably 30 um would have been normal but it's not even that bad like the vir- the virtual queue thing is honestly pretty good like it keeps the wait the actual wait time for the rod i want to say was probably no more than a half hour yeah so you're basically in a virtual line on the app they tell you what boarding group you're going to be in and then they'll like announce on the app when that boarding group is boarding so you can keep checking on the app and it'll be like currently boarding groups 23 through 43 or whatever and so we'll know that we're 97 so we're like okay it's going to be at least a few hours before ours is called once you're called you have two hours to get in line um and then you can then you can you're basically in a phone line to get into a real line which is a little bit crazy to me a lot of people do is if they join you know they go there at seven if they get into a late boarding group you can literally go back to your hotel go to sleep and then just go back in a couple of hours, like 97. If there's no problems with the ride, which there have been almost every day, um, boarding group 97 is probably around between 2 and 3 o'clock which, uh, p.m. when you can get on. Um, so our day wasn't that bad, except the ride didn't open until, I want to say, 9.30. Yeah. So we got, we got on at, like, I want to say 4.30 or 5 o'clock. Um, so it was like two hours, two and a half hours behind. Yeah. So we left and like took naps and came back and then went back to the park. But it was just like insane. And also just Star Wars 
or Galaxy's Edge in general, the Star Wars, I keep calling it Star Wars Land. It's just, it was so crowded, so packed, and it made Hollywood Studios so crowded, which was a little bit annoying because Hollywood Studios usually, typically, I feel like is never that crowded. Like, it's not one of the most desired parks to go to. No, but I mean... Like, I think Hollywood Studios felt more crowded than Magic Kingdom, which was insane to me. Well, it's, it's just much—it's much smaller. And before they before they added Toy Story Land and Galaxy's Edge, there really wasn't as much stuff. Remember when it used to be called MGM Studios? Yeah. Why did they? Why did they change that? I don't know. Do they even own MGM? Yes. Is that a? Sure. I don't know either. Um, but it used to be not like you had Tower of Terror, and then you had um, honestly like there was Tower of Terror and like the shows. Like, Rock and Roller Coaster. Yeah, and then the shit like Indiana Jones has been there forever. Yeah, Love Indiana Jones. Tour lights, camera, action. Oh, I miss that. They don't do that anymore, do no, they? They, both got, uh, they put Galaxy's Edge there. Rude. So, <laughs> it used to be like it used to be the park you went to like after a long day, like Magic Kingdom. The next day, you kind of had a chill day and went on like the five to ten attractions and just hung out and ate, and then you know it was a super short day at the park. It's like a half day park, but now it's like you have Galaxy's Edge and you have Toy Story Land, so it's like really dense because there's all those people now in a, a very small space compared to like magic kingdom which is massive and animal kingdom which is space-wise pretty massive yeah yeah so it was crazy i'm glad we went for you though because like that's like i feel like that day was for you yeah i mean I, I, not that i not that i wouldn't go to disney if they didn't have that but like that's one of the probably the main my main desire to go to disney this time was like to see galaxy's edge in the new ride yeah so rise of the resistance though amazing also the best ride i've ever been on and i am not a star wars fan again so if you guys get the chance to go to disney definitely check it out even if you're not star wars fans i think it's worth it because just the scale of everything is amazing everything is so freaking big and tall and just like it feels like they literally transported you into one of the star wars movies it's the most insane thing ever and everything looks so realistic i genuinely was scared at certain points like i thought we were gonna get kidnapped or killed by what's his name kylo ren yeah i thought he was gonna kidnap or kill me i was so scared i think we say without spoilers like it's cool they include it's it's like part of it is walking like there's it's split up into different parts it's 20 minutes like the whole experience. yeah the whole entire ride is 20 minutes and it includes like real actors and and like really legit animatronics and every they it was like just a really ambitious ride i think and they did a really awesome job with it it does keep breaking down though so if you get here try not to have your app crash like ours did we got really lucky that we still got to go on the ride though and the only boarding groups one through 58 actually managed to get on and we were 97 the other day and i think it went through the day before we went um we heard someone say that it went through like 150 groups before it crashed and then by the end of the day it gotten through around 200 and so just think like (laughs) less like a 20 percent of the people that went on tuesday managed to actually go yesterday only 58 boarding groups which i think it's probably around probably maybe 500 people yeah so anyway that was like one of my favorite favorite things of the whole entire trip was going on that ride it was so fun and i was all i was really scared i'm not gonna lie and there was a bit of a drop that i didn't like and like some motion kind of stuff but honestly it was just so amazing the way they did everything it was just incredible that i I would go on it again just to yeah, and you can do only it. Go on once a day. You can only get one boarding group a day. So if you 
like it's not one of those rides where you can go on and just like oh my god like toy story mania was awesome i'm gonna go on five times today like no you go you go once per day if you only if you only are going to hollywood studios once in your trip then you're only going on rise of the resistance once yeah and then there's also another ride called smuggler's run Mm -hmm. which for me I hated it, but it it's like you're in this tiny little it's Star, it's Star Tours, but you can actually control it and it's like it's like super updated Star Tours, which they still have anyway, but Star Tours um on steroids. <laughs> yeah. So it was like a lot of motion. So if you are the kind of person that gets motion sick when you're like rocking in a vehicle and then the screen is moving and it's supposed to look like you're like flying through space, that's the kind of thing that just makes me feel so sick and so dizzy and like discombobulated i hate that so that's what that ride was so we did that and i really didn't like it and then we realized there was a single rider line so mike went back and did it again while i just like sat down and tried to chill out and not vomit everywhere and then okay yeah so those were like my favorite things in star wars land we also went to oga's cantina which was cool but i feel like it was a little bit overrated it, it was nothing yeah, special to me what's supposed to be like the Mos Eisley Cantina in um, episode four. Yeah. So, yeah, that. I totally know what that is. In Galaxy's Edge and like August Cantina has done so well. It's like you can't even tell you're in Disney. You're like literally in um, like a trading port in Star Wars. Yeah. It was really, it's really amazing the work that they did. And I think as someone who's not a Star Wars fan, I can at least appreciate all the work that went into it, the detail into everything, like feeling like I'm inside of a movie. It's really really incredible so that was probably my number one or number two favorite thing i can't decide if it's one or two but my other favorite thing that is that we've done so far that is equal to that was going to this restaurant here which i'd never been to before i didn't think it was anything special but it was called jico i think or jico jico the cooking place and it was in animal kingdom lodge we went last night it was two table service credits so it's like a bit of a yeah, a signature restaurant. So it's a bit of a nicer restaurant. You, They had like a dress code. I think you had to dress like semi-nicely. You couldn't wear like typical like jean shorts or like out, like comfy clothes. Um, and at first I was like not as excited about it because it was an Animal Kingdom Lodge. So it's not like in any of the parks. You're going to like another resort, which doesn't feel as exciting. But the food was literally amazing. It's South African, f- f- South African food. But... And I'm also a very picky eater. Like, I'm the kind of person that just wants to get a margarita pizza or chicken nuggets and fries or a plain hamburger. Like, I really am so picky. So, for me to enjoy wild South food. African food, yeah, wild boar. Um, I, yeah, I got a filet mignon. So, I guess that's still pretty simple. The filet mignon was over like a four cheese. It was literally on a bed of mac and cheese and something uh, like some kind of wine sauce it was just amazing the filet mignon was amazing the wild boar was amazing it was over some kind of like salsa sort of thing with like some sort of cheese that i've never heard of before i got some like south african kind of wine we got um dessert we were stuffed oh and then you got braised short rib is that what it's called yeah short ribs oh my god they were like fall off the bone delicious like buttery juicy Oh my God, it was like the best meal I've ever had in Disney and probably one of the best meals I've ever had in my life, honestly. So if you guys ever come back to Disney, definitely go to Jico the cooking place mm-hmm. and I I guarantee that you will love it and there's something on the menu for you. I don't know if it's super kid-friendly. I did not see a lot of children there. It felt like mostly a fancy adults yeah, that were there. Yeah. Them chicken tenders and or whatever. I feel like they don't have. Chi- I don't know. I didn't well, even yeah, look at the kids menu, but whatever you get, like, if if yeah, 
But I think if you're a couple that's coming to Disney alone, it's a great, great, great place to go. I wouldn't, I don't, I feel like kids would just be bored there because it's one of those like fancy, boring restaurants yeah. on the, yeah, it's not like a character breakfast or anything. But, oh my God, if you're adults, like just looking to chill and have like an amazing meal, it was so good. And even, I was just even so impressed by the waitress. Like she knew everything about every single item on the menu, had all her recommendations. She even told us what things she didn't like on the menu, which was really refreshing because I feel like you never have, or I've never had a waitress be like, don't get the brownie, like it's dry. (laughs) So it was just really, I was so, so, so impressed with that. And, um, yeah, those are probably my two, like, my top two favorite moments of this trip, I think. Um, I don't even think I have a third one that compare like, that's up there with those two. You got that Dole Whip apple cider thing today, which was pretty interesting, but that's not, like, anywhere. Oh, the Happily Ever After show. I think that's my third favorite thing. Oh, that's always up there. So, the... The show in Magic Kingdom at the end of the night, they do this huge fireworks show and they also project a bunch of images and like video and animations onto the Cinderella castle at close usually. But I guess tonight it's not technically at closing, but it's amazing. They have it set to music and lights all over the park and it was just so, so incredible. And it's it's one of those things that like gives you goosebumps and feels like such like a Disney moment. You're like, wow, I'm really here. So I loved that. And I think those are my favorite. Those are my three, three favorite things. So if you guys come to Disney, definitely check those out. Also, one thing that I wanted to try that I never did do, I I wanted to try an alcoholic Dole Whip. Dole Whip is like the pineapple soft serve ice cream. And I like to get it swirled with vanilla soft serve ice cream. And it's really amazing. And they have this one that has rum all, I guess, just like on top of it. And you can kind of make it into like a little smoothie sort of situation or milkshake, I guess. But I didn't get to try that, but we did have some Dole Whip, and that's another one of my favorite things. That just feels like extra, like special Disney, mm. the kind of stuff that you can't get anywhere else. Because I can get chicken nuggets and fries anywhere else, I can get a burger anywhere else. I, you know what I mean? Like some types of like roller coasters, you can go on anywhere else. But th- there's just some things that are just so iconic Disney that I don't get to do anywhere else, and it makes me feel like at home. But I've been—I don't know if I've ever talked about it, but I've been going to Disney since I was a kid, and so has Mike. So. It was just really exciting for us to come on this trip together. Tomorrow's our last day here. And we're going to Animal Kingdom. And honestly, after this, I think we're going to take a nap, hit Disney Springs, and then go to Magic Kingdom for the rest of the night. I was going to say things I didn't like about the trip, but I don't really want... I feel like I don't want to. And I, I can't even really think of anything that was like... That bad. I, yeah, I really can't think of anything that was like, oh my God, this was like terrible service or like this thing happened and it sucked. The only thing that annoys me is like all the families walking slowly in the park or they just stop in the middle of the walkway with their stroller and I'm like, pull over. I know I'm a New Yorker now. So I like can't handle the slow people anymore. And I just want to go quickly in and out. It's even harder with me and Mike because we both like to dodge crowds, but it's hard for us to like hold hands and stick together while also trying to dodge through crowds because there's usually only enough room for one person to like squeeze through two people. So we've been struggling with that a little bit, but we're figuring it out and it's all good and it's been honestly so fun one of the best trips i've been on and the only trip i've really been on with you that's like our like an alone trip together is this like our first time on a trip yeah. alone together yeah. how did we why did we wait over two and a half no wait I need to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> he said he needed to be sure about me so, rude i'm almost there don't worry okay thank you guys for listening to this podcast sorry it was like a little bit rambly but you know me that's how i do it 
Thank you for listening. Let me know what topics you guys want to hear for 2020. I swear I will pull my podcast together for 2020. I like promised it was going to be revamped and new. And here I am just like totally slacking on it. I want to do a new cover, new cover art for my podcast for 2020. And I just want to get my life together a little bit, like have more guests on the show, have more planned content, not be so rambly, like have my points planned out of what I want to say. And I, I, that's really my goal for this year. So if you guys have any suggestions for topics or if you would like to be a guest on my podcast, if you feel like you're an expert in literally anything, send me a DM at Saturday Night Olivia on Instagram and let me know what you want to come on and talk about because I would seriously love to have you. Okay, thank you guys for listening and I will see you next week. Bye! <laughs>